Our next speaker is the Senior Lecturer and Director of Undergraduate Studies in the Department of Economics. He has written several books, including Drug War Crimes, The Consequences of Prohibition, and Libertarianism from A to Z. Please welcome Jeff Myron. What I want to talk about tonight is legalizing drugs. As most of you know, countries around the world, <laughs> there's going to be a disclaimer, hang on. <laughs> countries around the world almost entirely outlaw the production, distribution, consumption of marijuana, cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, so on and so forth. And most of these countries expend very substantial resources in the attempt to enforce those prohibitions. They arrest millions of people, incarcerate many of them, seize tons of assets, build lots of prisons, and so on and so forth. Now, the advocates of current policy of prohibition think that despite the fact that it's expensive, it's worthwhile, and they're relying on two arguments. Their two arguments are drug use is bad, okay, and implicitly, although they frequently forget to say this, they're assuming that prohibition reduces drug use, whether it's bad or not. So the advocates think that there's a benefit from prohibition that outweighs all its cost. I want to argue exactly the opposite based on three fairly simple points. So first, I want to challenge the view that it makes sense for public policy to systematically try to eliminate drug use or to substantially target all drug use. I don't think that's a sensible goal. And the argument, the position is simply, many people seem to think that they benefit from using drugs. Sometimes that's medicinally. Sometimes that's recreationally, because people like being intoxicated. Sometimes it's because people want to appear cool to their, their peers or whomever. Okay? Whatever the reason, people go to great lengths, despite all the risks of incarceration and so on, to use drugs because they seem to think that it makes them better off. And in, my, in my view, policy should respect that. Now, why do lots of people nevertheless differentiate drugs from all of the goods and think that somehow government should discourage drug use when it doesn't try to discourage all sorts of other things, which are also risky. They rely on two main arguments, paternalism and what economists call externalities. The paternalism says drugs are bad for you, but some people will do them anyway because they're myopic or irrational in some way, and we need to protect people from themselves. The externality argument says people may be rational in their own drug use with respect to their own costs and benefits, but they'll inadvertently harm other people by driving under the influence of drugs, by operating an airplane, by uh, taking drugs during pregnancy and harming an unborn fetus, and so on. Now, both of those arguments, that drugs can cause harm, that some people make bad decisions about drugs from their own perspective, some people make bad decisions from the perspective of others, okay? those arguments are clearly right, but there are two crucial things to note. First, those harms are routinely exaggerated by media scare stories. Yes, of course, drugs can be harmful, but whether they are and how harmful they are depends on the dosage. It depends on the setting. It depends on the expectations of the person using the drugs. It depends on zillions of things, and in many, many cases, okay, there are not significant harms and maybe no harms at all. Indeed, as I mentioned, many people think that they get benefits uh, from using the drugs without any significant harms. Secondly, even granting that there are harms in many cases, there's nothing to distinguish the harms that drugs do from the harms that sometimes occur from alcohol, from skiing on double black diamond slopes, from driving on the highway, from eating too much Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and from zillions of other things that are risky, that are bad for your health or bad for other people if they're done excessively, 
if they're done in the wrong place, in the wrong time, or maybe at a very young age or whatever, but that can and are used routinely by lots of people for their enjoyment. And so much drug use okay, is, should be regarded as just as legitimate as any other good or service in our economy. And at best, policy should be targeting those kinds of use which do harm other people or perhaps which do harm the user rather than taking as given that any drug-induced reduction it is a desirable goal of policy. Indeed, some of the reduction in drug use that policy might accomplish, that prohibition might accomplish, is a cost, not a benefit, of drug prohibition. Second point, whatever you think about drug use, good, bad, or indifferent, okay, the question is whether prohibition actually reduces drug use. Even if you think drug use is incredibly evil, if prohibition doesn't have much effect, then you're not, it's not a very intelligent policy. Now, of course, it's plausible as a matter of theory that prohibition would discourage people from purchasing drugs because they fear uh, arrest and incarceration, discourage people from supplying drugs by raising the cost of so doing. Okay? But the magnitude of that effect is an empirical question. Prohibitionists assume that if drugs were legal, there would be huge booms in drug use. There's not a shred of evidence to support that position. All the evidence suggests that prohibition has some effect but very modest effects, maybe a 10% effect, maybe a 25% effect. But whatever the exact magnitude, it's not that we would be a nation of addicts, everybody doing drugs all day long if drugs were legal. The reality seems to be dramatically different. There might be some increases in use by some people, but modest. Remember also, some of any increase should be regarded by policy as a good thing. If people who could use drugs responsibly without harming themselves or others have been abstaining because of prohibition, and then when prohibition is lifted, they decide, well, I might as well now enjoy the substance that I enjoy. That's a benefit of legalization, and so any reduction in use that we observe is partially reducing use that should be allowed that's a good thing, so the net benefit of any reduction is even smaller. Third point, okay, whatever you think about drug use, whatever the evidence says about how much prohibition reduces drug use, What's unequivocal is that prohibition has enormous unintended consequences that are the result of the policy, not the result of drug use per se. Prohibition generates violence. Why? Because in underground markets, people can't resolve their disputes with lawyers and courts and adjudication and so on. They resolve their disputes with guns, so lots more people get shot and die. Prohibition induces corruption because in underground markets, you can't have ballot initiatives and lobbyists and so on to influence legislation and, and so on. So people engage in bribery and, 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 and the like okay, in underground markets. Prohibition generates income generating crime because it raises drug prices. So more people are incentivized to steal to support their habits. Prohibition causes more overdoses and accidental poisonings because quality control is always much worse in a black market than it would be in a legal market. Prohibition spreads HIV because when drug prices are high caused by prohibition, people have an, in an incentive to inject rather than other forms of administration, and prohibition generates restrictions on clean needles. So more people inject drugs rather than consuming other ways. They share dirty needles and spread HIV. Much of the HIV in the US over the past 20 or so years has come from HIV drug use, not from sexual contact. Prohibition diminishes civil liberties because it's very hard to enforce a victimless crime except with aggressive tactics such as stop and frisk, such as racial profiling, such as knocking doors down in the middle of the night. Okay, so prohibition is bad for our general freedoms. Prohibition encourages restrictions on medical uses of drugs because the prohibitioners are so afraid to allow any legitimate air about drugs okay, that they don't even want to allow research on the medicinal uses of 
marijuana. And of course, prohibition also has non-trivial direct costs for enforcement for all the police officers who make the arrests, for all the judges, for all the prisons, and so on. My estimates suggest that's probably $50 billion a year in recent years in the United States. Prohibition enriches the traffickers at the expense of the general coffers of the government okay, because we're not collecting normal tax revenues on the underground drug trade. The net effect of that might be another $50 billion a year. So legalizing drugs wouldn't solve America's fiscal problems, but it would put a non-trivial dent okay, in our fiscal woes. So to summarize, no reasonable view suggests that policy should want to eliminate all drug use or even most drug use. Much drug use should be regarded the same way we regard all other risky activity. People get to choose what they do and what they don't do. Whatever your view, prohibition doesn't seem to be very effective at reducing drug use, so it's pure waste, okay, regardless of whether you think drug use is good or bad. And prohibition has these huge unintended negative effects. Now let me give my disclaimer before I finish. Nothing I've said is meant to say that anybody should or should not use drugs. As long as drugs are illegal, I actually hope you don't use drugs. I don't think people should break the law. They should work to change the laws that they don't like. Okay? So you can't go tell your parents, you can't go say to anyone, Professor Myron said I should use drugs. I got accosted several times the last five or 10 years by friends of my, parents of my friends, my kids' friends saying, I caught my kid smoking dope in our basement, and he showed me all these videos of you saying we should legalize drugs. <laughs> that is not my message. My message is about the policy, not about whether drug use is good or bad for any individual. Okay. That having said, okay, I think it is time for a revolution. It's time for the U.S. to re-legalize drugs. Thank you very much.